All right. Pull back your racism. (laughs) Scary out there. Pull back your hatred for me. Tom and I just fought. We hate each other right now. We don't hate each other. You're an Eastern Bloc, you know what? Well, you're a Peruvian. You know, piece of what? It's very scary. And uh, if you make it through Halloween, you'll be at Saturday. (laughs) No. I don't know how that works. Look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Friday at Flappers, our little show is sold out. It's Christina P., it's me, and our good friend Matt Fulshron. Uh, We still have two shows on Friday. We're doing the little room. There's two rooms at Flappers. There's the big room. We're doing the little room called the YooHoo Room. Uh, If you're still around in L.A. on Saturday and you want to come to our show, it would be awesome. Uh, So there's two shows. What, what times the time? were they? I think it's 7.30 and 9.30. I'm, I'm not I just positive. Had them up and I just not positive. It is 7.30 and 9. And 9. Okay, so that's Saturday, but then the Friday show is sold out. It's already it sold matter, out. So yeah. don't even come to that. So Saturday, 7.30 and 9. Please come to the shows uh, if you're around. And then next week, of course, Minneapolis. I'm shooting the, a special there. I'm very excited about it. You have it. to buy your new jeans for that. I'm going to go get new jeans. You know what you should do? Huh. You should dress like Eddie Murphy did in uh, in Raw or Delirious, like an entire leather outfit, like a purple leather. Let me. Uh, can I just uh, something I just realized? What? They have all kinds of misinformation on this site. Oh, Saturday no. is seven thirty and nine thirty. Oh fuck! It's seven thirty and nine thirty. Tell you what, let's split the diff. Get there at seven and nine. <laughs> right, but <laughs> either way you'll be. But okay. I, I'm looking at the text from the manager Shit. today, and okay. it, it says seven thirty and nine thirty. So again. Flappers in Burbank, Saturday, 7.30 and 9.30. Then I go buy new jeans for the special in Minneapolis. And then from there, I go straight to Winnipeg, and I go to Rumors. So, there's that. Um, And then the following week, Christina P. and I are doing a live Your Mom's House in Pasadena at the Ice House. So please, uh, you can get tickets to all these shows. If you go to to my site, TomSegura.com, uh, you go to my live shows, you will um, be able to get tickets to any one of these shows. But there's more. Uh, Christina P., where will you be? Well, Jeans, I'll be with you this weekend. And then I uh, schlepped my ass over to Jacksonville to do the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida, November 7th through 9th, November 14th through 17th, the Hartford Funny Bone in Hartford, or Fartford, Connecticut. It's Fartford in, in the I Almanac. so. I thought so. Uh, November 22nd with my husband. Again, we're doing the podcast live at the Ice House here. Uh, and November 23rd, Aliante Casino. I'm doing like a Chelsea Lately show with uh, the other broads from that show. December 5th, we do the podcast in San Diego live at the American Comedy Company. Also, if you don't have New Year's Eve plans, I highly recommend coming, coming to Washington, D.C. Buy a ticket. Put yourself up in a hotel and come see Tom and I at the D.C. Improv. It's like the best club in the country. It's amazing. It is the best club in the country. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited. Me too, buddy. New Year. Great way to start off the new year is in the nation's capital. That's right. It's going to be awesome. That's right. The nation's capital. Tell me about what we're listening to. (laughs) This is for Halloween. This is a scary, scary song. It's by Tom Waits. It's on the album Black Rider, and it's called Russian Dance. It's one of my favorites. Hmm. It's very, it's very uh, Hungarian sounding. I like this. Right? 
Can you hear my ancestors dancing? Murdering yeah. children and yep. women. Absolutely. Starving. Setting them on fire. More potato, please. <laughs> there is no toilet paper, no. I have one orange for Christmas once a year. Here's, um, here's your, uh, your ancestors. <laughs> oh, Interesting. That was very. Was that was that my my grandfather, my Nudge Papa? It was him. Yeah, it sounded like. Him. I got audio from him. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> um. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, let's start this holiday show. Ooh. Happy Halloween, everybody. Ooh. Ooh. scary in here. You suck! <laughs> you are no talent! If you really had talent, go practice! And then get yourself a gig! Instead of ruining the end of the day for everybody down here, you disgrace! You're everything that's gone wrong in this world. You are self-consumed, no talent, mediocre piece of shit. And I've earned my right to say it. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Well, welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Is that? I think that was me talking to myself in the mirror before I go on stage. <laughs> Was that me in my green room? That's every comic's yeah. pre-show <laughs> speech. Jesus. Yeah. Also add, you'll never get your mother's approval. Yes. She'll never love you the way you want her to. Don't forget that. These are all good points. Jesus, man. Um, so that clip was no shit sent to us two weeks ago about 50 or 60 times. Oh, Maybe more. Yeah. Um, it's... Hmm. It's on the streets of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, a man mm-hmm. catches another man playing his trumpet in the street. <gasps> in the not in the street, but like you know, outside in the latter part of the day, and he has words yeah. for this man disrupting. I don't think. Have you seen this one? No. You you have. I missed to. this. I wasn't yeah. on Twitter last week a lot. You you got you got a. I mean this this stuff is just incredible. <laughs> He's chastising him for ruining the silence. No, you go. I'm not going anywhere, shithead. Get the fuck out of my neighborhood. This is why New York is great. Yeah. 
and he's like, you're no... He really lays into this guy. This yeah. is just the build-up. This isn't even the no, meat it, of it. No, because the audio sounds far away. You're like right. He's shouting at yeah. him. Yeah. You suck. I've been playing 41 years. You suck. I'm left-handed guitarist. You suck. <laughs> he's throwing out his, his uh, stats, too, his credentials, all throughout the thing, which is interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. this guy's really angry. And he's like, you're not an artist. Like, he's shit on the... And he's like, I've been playing 41 years. I'm a left-handed guitarist. Like, he's dropping these little... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like little uh, gems about what he's doing on top of the shit. Yeah. I mean, he must have really been pissing him off. Was he playing under this guy's window or something? It looks like he's playing like in the, like in a nook of a building, like, you know, like near. That's why. But he's just walking by, I think. Oh, it's not like this is, this is my hell garden listening to this asshole play day in, day out. I don't think so. It looks like he's passing by, but the truth is you can't tell. But he really fucking no. lights this guy up. No. You go. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. So the guy starts playing in his face. Oh, no. Get out. The guy that's getting verbally assaulted mm-hmm. with the trumpet is just like leaning against the wall, like I don't give a fuck. Just taking it, yeah. But he eventually. I'm here 14 years. I've lived in this town my whole life. You're a disgrace. You suck. How dare you? I'm three blocks down. Now you're gonna hear clearer audio. So the trumpet player starts to walk away from their conversation, which is actually his walking away is walking towards camera. Okay. So they're both gonna walk towards camera, and the audio will get. Much more clear, and the man will really go into his tirade. Great. Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> is that Woody Allen? You should look at this guy. Does he look this like guy, Woody Allen? He is a real fucking gem. He is, he looks like a hobbit. Uh, his pants are very high, which we approve of. <laughs> I'd like them to be a little tighter. Uh, you can't tell if he's a man or a woman for a minute. And uh, yeah. Maybe Woody Allen esque. He sounds real nebbishy, like a real mm-hmm. East Coasty. He's really disgusting looking. Yeah. Um, hmm. You can look this up on YouTube. It's called Trumpet Fight. <laughs> That's the name of the video. Hmm. Um, he, huh. Here's him really, really going off, though. How do you think you are? You any kind of artist? Anybody know who you are? Maybe everybody else wants to enjoy the peace and quiet. <laughs> this is one of the most important places in all of North America. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> you miserable, presumptuous, no talent. You're no artist. An artist respects the silence. It serves as the foundation of creativity. You obviously don't have the talent. You don't have enough respect for yourself or other people or what it is to express yourself. In music, really in the form of creativity. His pants are far above his navel. Really? Mm-hmm. And he has a hunchback. How old is he? Um, I would say he is... In his late 50s, early 60s. You know, he does have a point about silence being the birthplace of creativity. I love silence. Yeah. It's hard to find. Almost I don't impossible. Think I would. In New York City? Forget it. Right. I don't think I would um, 
yell at this guy the way he does. He's a little I think something top. else is happening. He might be um, uh, going through some shit. <laughs> yeah. Think misdirected anger. Jesus. And I'm an NYU film school graduate. Sucker. Sucker. Visual arts. And the Academy of Art University. You gotta hear that. Yeah, that was too good. Music, really, are the form of creativity. And I'm an NYU film school graduate. Sucker. And the School of Visual Arts. And the Academy of Art University. See how he's dropping the fucking credentials? Yeah, he's he's doing the resume from the beginning. I mean, it was 41 years, left hand guitarist. New yeah. York's Film Academy. That yeah. just, I mean, Jesus Christ. But he's telling him, hey, man, I got the skills to shit on you. Right. Like, I have the credentials to right. shit on you, which is so bad. But if you saw yeah. this guy, Damn. you'd be like, you have the skills to eat out of the gutter. Right. You look fucking horrible, man. <laughs> You're right, you homeless weirdo. You suck. Ooh. You are no talent. Oh, my God. If you really had talent, go practice. And then get yourself a gig. Instead of ruining the end of the day for everybody down here. You disgrace. <laughs> you are everything that's gone wrong in this world. You are self-consumed, no talent, mediocre piece of shit. Oh, my God. And I've earned my right to say it. Okay? I had 200,000 He just, <laughs> he has like a magazine bag, like black bag with mm. magazines, it looks like, and he just threw it down the ground <laughs> to continue this. With Bill Grant. In 1975, I walked Bob Dylan up on stage. Who the fuck are you? I knew the Grateful Dead was 1966. Who the fuck are you? You nothing. You nothing. You are nothing. And you will never be anything. He's pretty harsh. Mm, something tells me somebody talked to him like that growing up. You think so? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Never. They pulled How his phone dare out. You? What the fuck are you doing with your phone? How dare you? Now he's exhausted. Mediocre nothing. <laughs> yeah, where do you go from this? Shame on you. You cracked stupid little smile. You little pip. Go work to play. Go work to play. You're flat. You can't even carry a fucking note. I don't care about your little, like, horn lip. It doesn't mean that you know how to play. You're flat. I'm trained classically. I'm trained <laughs> contemporaneously. All and right, you enough. suck. Go away. No. No. There you go. I think that's called player hating, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you hate the fucking player, the trumpet player, (laughs) trumpet player hating. It really is trumpet player hating. I mean, I got you know, fucking in Woody Allen's defense here, it does kind of annoy me when I'm. I used to walk in the dog park in our old neighborhood, uh huh, and uh, some guy would be out there playing the trumpet in the middle of the day, and you're like, what? I mean, I understand if you have roommates. It's probably really hard to find a place to practice trumpet. Yeah. But it really is a menace when they're like, and you're like, what? I just came here to get the piece of quiet, and now you're fucking trumpeting near me, bro? I never, and also I never lived really, lived next to a guy like that, but I can imagine if you lived (laughs) there. Yeah, especially like if it's your like afternoon off and you're like, I just want to (laughs) relax. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, the chaos. Remember, we were in Starbucks before yeah, going into Dude Joe's show, and yeah. uh, you were taking a shit, of course. Of course. Listen how you say that. As usual, and um, they're playing jazz music over the speakers, and it was the most chaotic sounding awfulness. It wasn't. <laughs> jazz is so sometimes so um, disconcerting. It's so like not soothing. It was like. 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, uh, it's, it's a lot. I'm schizophrenic. Like it hurts your brain. Yeah. You know, this like, is oh, a God, stop it. A perfect time to bring up. Mm. We got a lot, a lot of feedback from our last episode. Mm. Uh, a lot of emails, a lot of tweets, and people commented on a lot of different things. But you realize, it, I mean. Talking about music and your preferences for music, people really take it personally. I mean, I almost I liken it to um, with sports when people talk about like teams. Oh yeah, people take it's like you're talking about their family. Mm. We got a lot of feedback from people. You I know mean, why though? I think because music, at least for me, very I'm very emotionally connected to the bands that I like, and I think there are bands that have like helped me get through specific times in my life, even as yeah. a younger person. Mm-hmm. Now, even even recently, I would say, like, you know, there's a song that gets you through a period of your life. Sure. So when someone's like, your fucking song sucks, you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying that, like, what I like sucks, which means it's kind of like who I am sucks. Suck. Exactly. That's yeah. how you take it. Is. I mean, here's just uh, real quick. I, I can't get through all of these, but here's some feedback we got. Um, Tom, suck. I'm with you 100% with the Lou Reed bullshit. No one actually likes it. They just claim to know, they claim that they get cool hipster credit by claiming to. That was from Dallas. Um, but then the immediate next message is that I'm with Christina P. Um, with regard to dry rubs versus wet sauce. <laughs> Very important. Topic. Very important. Mm. Um, you know something? I'm mm. not sure I like the, the phrase dry rub. You understand? It yeah. sounds like it's That's, a bad lay. A lot of people talk about that too. Dry yeah. rubs. Ugh. Then somebody, the very next tweet was Tom from William. You prefer a dry rub, Tom? What an <laughs> asshole. Um, People are emotionally connected to their, their seasoning, their too. Their seasoning apparently. and their music. Um, <laughs> fuck you and your fucking dry rub. Oh, fuck uh, you. I've been eating barbecue for years. Stephen Garrett writes, listening to Tom and Christina discuss Lou Reed was like every dinner time table conversation between my parents. <laughs> Um, uh, were they huge hippies or, or uh, punkers or what? Velvet Underground fans? Yeah. Then the next person writes, I'm with you, Buns. This is another thing that came up. I'm with you, Buns. Cholula or get the fuck out. Because, <laughs> of course, you chose... Um, Tapatio. Tapatio. That's um, how you pronounce that. Then there's a lot of comments. Let's see. Oh, the next one. Dave Keys writes, Tapatio smokes Cholula. Mm-hmm. Fuck Lou Reed. <laughs> okay, I'd guys. rather listen to Jodeci any day. You're okay. welcome, Teenuts. Okay. Um, this goes on and on, uh, but then I, I do I do want to point out that somebody really lit me up over my comments uh, regarding. Let's see. But are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I I just I think it's like it's it's more. I'm not. I'm just saying it to point out. What I was just saying, in other words, about the fact that people, people are, are just so emotional about their preference in music. Um, well, we'll see when when uh, Jodeci dies, if anybody gives two fucks. You know, uh, the fact that you are even, you have the nerve to disrespect <laughs> the greatest um, musical talent of our time. <laughs> the Beatles of our generation. <laughs> But I got to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying this because I took... Real, real talk? 
Um, a lot of fuck Lou Reed's. A lot. <laughs> hey, man. It's you just what? what it is. Some people don't get it. It's fine. You don't have to get everything. You don't have to like everything. Of course not. Um, and a lot of people are really saying that Jodeci's where it's at. <laughs> These guys are the, the Lou Reeds of their hip hop world. Right <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Who said Natasha Legero has that great joke? That great joke about American Idol where she's like, why does everybody have to sing like, like this now? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> why? You tell me why you Yeah, this they're really feeling this, huh? I don't really get to hear this stuff that often anymore. Is this I mean most of their songs are about fucking, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not a lot of uh subtext or layering here. It's no. mostly like girl, let's fuck, I wanna fuck you. If they could say that, they would, right? They, they would. They didn't want to get played on the radio. Yeah, it'd be like, let's get inside that pussy. I think there's versions of that. It's so great. This is a very specific era in R&B when it was all it about is. this. Oh, here's the one that I wanted to okay. read to you. Thank you, please. Um, Tom, it's one thing to not get it. It's another to shit all over, all over it because you don't. You should, uh, comics should understand. Rip Lou. Yeah. There he goes. That's a guy. He, he, he sides with you. Uh, you know, we didn't get a lot of people. Mm. <laughs> Not a ton of people defending the insane clown posse. No, no. Which was weird because I was expecting some We people. got a couple people that were um, uh, upset. One guy, too, I love it. He was like, first slipknot. Now insane clown posse. <laughs> like, I think we oh, hit like his no. two favorites. <laughs> oh no! Um, but uh, you know, it's not personal. One guy did tell me um, this afternoon. A lot of people um, have some shit to talk about uh, the insane clown posse, and uh, you know, no offense, Juggalos. This was just you know a new clip that we played. But this guy, um, yeah, he, I don't, do we sh- openly? I don't think we should. Oh, we, sh- we made fun of the guy who was ridiculous, the, the fan, but not yeah. the band. No, and then we said we didn't know what they were. At. We were. Yeah, we just don't know. Yeah, this guy said that uh, listen to the dating game mm. by Insane Clown Posse. Okay. Um, that it's. Do you want to hear it right now? I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, why not? Let's give it. A, let's try to understand it. Yeah, because we I, played. We played a song that they were. That's very well known, um, but. I don't feel like we really got it. Like I don't feel like we really understood what they're all about. Uh, and are they? What's their story? So they're like feel good band. Like it's, it's like not, a dead you know, head kind of stuff. They said it. It's like it. It's supposed. To, we got different feedback. Like some people said that you know how we were saying how oh you could drop like religious lines into this thing. Yeah. They were saying that that's accurate. That they are believers in God. Okay. And then some were saying no. It's a. It's about like you know. The uh, like the carnival world, like that kind of like you know, 
Carnival craziness or whatever. Carnival world. Yeah. Like carnies and such? Um, Like the circus? I don't know. All right, well, Who the fuck let's, let's, you know, let's listen to it. Let's give it a shake. I don't know. This is a song is called um, Dating Game by the Insane Clown Posse. Let's meet contestant number one. He's a schizophrenic serial killer clown who oh. says women love his sexy smile. That doesn't sound like that. Let's find out if his charm will work on Sharon. Sharon, what's your question? Contestant number one. I believe first impressions last forever. So let's say you were to come over to my parents' house and have dinner with me and my family. Tell me what you did to make that first impression really stick. Let's see. Mm. Well, I'd have to think about it. I might show up in a talk, but I doubt it. I'd probably just show up naked like I always do. And look your mama in the eye and tell her, fuck you! Oh. Hurry up, bitch, I'm hungry. I smell spaghetti. I'd pinch her loopy ass and tell her, get the food ready. Your dad would probably start tripping and get me pissed. I'd have to walk up and bust him in his fucking lips. It's dinner time. We're hearing grace from your mother. I'd pull the 40 out and pour some for your little brother. I'm steady staring at your sister. I'll tell you this. You know, for only 30, she got some... Yeah, this is what I expect. Like, this kind of bratty, like, fuck your mom, you know, typical... No, I pictured it this, more this than the other stuff we were hearing. Yeah. This is all right. Yeah, it's, it's totally... It reminds me of the far side a little bit, you know. Yeah. It's, like, silly and fun. Now let's meet contestant number yeah, I still don't really, like, you know... I don't know what the fuck they're supposed to be. You know, I think this is totally a time and a place kind of band. Like, you had, you had to get on board with this at the time it came out. Yeah. And it'll probably, like, have blown your mind. And people clearly did yeah. get on board with this. Yeah, like, this probably, for the time it came out, was dope and crazy. And... Yeah. People fucking love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they go... It says, like, this description says, uh, you know, they're like wicked clowns. Right? Gotcha, gotcha. Supernatural horror-themed lyrics. Cool. That's right. fun. That's nothing but a good time. That sounds like a good time. Um, I'm not going to, you know, get into any of this stuff, but Mm-mm. there you go. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. 
HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare professional provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, speaking um, of uh, religious mm-hmm. overtones, wasn't it fucking... So Tommy and I were sitting out, as we do in our little patio area, drinking our coffee. Holy shit. I'm in my bathrobe. Tommy's in his boxer shorts. You know, it's the first time this ever happened to me, right? I've never had that happen You've before. never had this? Okay. Uh. So we're sitting out there in the morning just with FIFO, like drinking coffee, farting, bullshitting. And farting. up comes two old ladies. Like and our our where we live is kind of tucked back. It's not really you'd have to you have to walk up and to actively find our home. Like right right now in trick-or-treaters probably won't come up. So we were kind of startled to see two old ladies walk up. And I fucking knew it, man. Two seconds in, she's like, is that your car? And like, she's trying to make small talk. I'm like, oh, shit. We're about to get witness to. Yep. Because I fucking heard. I didn't see it coming, man. God damn it. And I heard the doorbell ring next door. And I was like, oh, the fucking doorbell ringers are here, dude. And of course, they always start off with like the commonality, the common ground pitch. Is that your car? We have a silver car. Yeah. Is that your dog? And you're like, oh, fuck. And you can't be rude because they're old ladies. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, do you read the Bible? We're like, oh man. I know. I was like, what? And then she dropped. They drop off their literature, and you're like, great, you can leave that here and just fucking go away now. Yeah, you were better about getting rid of them than <sighs> I was. Well, because she's like, it looks like we interrupted your, your gosh, and I'm like, you kind of did. My husband's in his underwear, and I'm in a bathrobe. I mean, get a fucking. You know what that's called? Uh, social cues, signals. Right. But I think bitch can't read them. Don't you think that she can read them and that she justifies not acting on reading them because she's doing the Lord's work? Oh, In she, other words, the she Lord totally it. <laughs> knows what the social cues are, uh. but she's like, I have to disrespect your social cue <laughs> because I'm spreading the word of the Lord. Oh, it's so weird. But how many people do you think they actively convert that way? Oh, oh like <laughs> it's beyond, but like. You have to be so down and out to like want to see them and be like, what? Yeah. Like only per, like someone who's depressed, yeah, crying, yeah, yeah. just lost their wife, job, and dog, and they're like, Ugh, and they're like, have you read the Bible? No. Yeah. I'd like to. She had an, she knew though. She was like, oh, I love that car. Is that your car? And then like, yeah, she's like, so, um, have you read the Bible at all lately? I was like, no. And then she goes, yeah, a lot of, a lot of this generation doesn't, do they? Mm. But check out this verse. And she just opened up the Bible and read the verse. And I was like, okay. Mm. And FIFA was barking at them like a good dog. Yeah, yeah. And I had to pretend like I didn't want him to do that. Yep. I was like, oh, no, Theo, don't bark at the crazy Jehovah's Witnesses. So he was barking at them. And I got up. I grabbed the dog. I fucking ignored her as much as I could. 
Yeah, you were painful. you were good about. I like that. That I was a little cold. I don't want to be mean, rude. No, but you know how to do it well. You do it better than me. You do, you know how to yeah. blow off people that you feel are yeah. stepping on your. I don't like it. I I totally entertain them and like, oh okay. I don't like it. I, I like to cut it. I, but all you do is go, okay, thank you. Well, is this your little great thank you? Thanks for coming by. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that you thank them. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. And then the literature was totally like, do you have eczema? Do you have herpes? Are you depressed? Do you have anything wrong? Guess what? We can fill that void. Yeah. <laughs> this is so scary. Jesus. The Watchtower. The Watchtower. How loving. What a loving, benevolent God from, who watches you from the Watchtower. Yuck. Yeah. So fucking freaky, dude. Yeah. She um, she freaked me out. Yeah. There's uh, so many Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, Michael Jackson's family was Jehovah's Witness, too. Yeah, she, they were, weren't they? Yeah. They didn't believe in presents, so nobody ever got Christmas gifts. They don't believe in fun. Mm. They don't believe in shit. What about Halloween? Ooh. That's a very scary episode we're going to have. Um, so tell me, what did you pull here? This is, uh, what's your favorite Halloween movie? So I was thinking that we should kind of go through and just talk about our favorite Halloween movies. Well, these aren't necessarily yes. Halloween movies, but scary movies. Well, right? yeah, scary shit. Like, scary. So, okay, and I was thinking like, What's my favorite Halloween time movie? Mm-hmm. And here's my tops. Okay. Since I was goth for many years, I feel like I'm an expert on this kind I'm, of. Yeah, definitely better, much more than me. Okay. I like The Hunger. Okay. With Catherine Denol. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great vampire movie. Uh, I love, um, I just watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's one of my favorites. Have you ever seen that one, Tim Burton? Um, it doesn't sound... Did I see the night? It's like a, it's like a, you know, obviously for children. It's where Jack Skellington he steals Christmas and he makes Christmas like Halloween. No, I didn't see it. It's really good. There's a great song about the Oogie Boogie Man in it. And then the scariest movie of all time for me personally. Mm-hmm. I walked out of the theater when I saw this. You movie. walked out. I had to leave. I was twelve or thirteen years old. Yeah. My friend Jenny P and I went to go see this movie mm-hmm. we had to get up and leave it was that scary what was it hellraiser 2 it's actually called hellbound hellraiser 2 i i defy you to find a character scarier than pinhead that shit is fucking scary huh dude look at him he's got pins in his head and he's from hell and stuff oh no even the sound of it oh god this is the best scene too Are you scared? No boxes. That's Chatterbox. No more delays, thirsty. No more freezing. Time to play. Time to play. Oh, God. I'm so scared right now. Wait. No more deals, thirsty. <laughs> it's your flesh we want to experience, not your skill at bargaining. No deals. Oh, Pinhead's no. a scary motherfucker. Dude, he's. The Cenobites are terrifying. Information. Just information. Go on. But trick us again, child. And your suffering will be legendary even in hell. I don't like that guy, the chatterbox guy. Yeah. So scary. What is this? Oh, that's the end of the clip. 
scary. Did you get scared? I did. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't get scared right then, but I, I, I thought Hellraiser was scary. I thought Candyman was really scary when I was a kid. Oh, I got Lenny the Retard's in that, right? Is that Lenny the Retard? Yeah, from L.A. Law. Yeah, that big fat guy. Oh, but I'm saying Candyman was that black guy, the big black guy, remember? Oh, sorry, I thought it was the fat white guy that played a retard on L.A. Law. That was in Candyman. <laughs> Do you think that that's who the bad guy was? Yeah, that's what I thought. No, I, I, no, I don't no. remember it so clearly. You're younger than me. Yeah, Candyman was, he was a tall, remember? It, was, it took place in Chicago. They ended up oh. doing like seven of them, and you're like, these all suck. But the <laughs> first one, I remember being really scared when I saw it. So scary. Candyman, you don't remember Candyman? No, but Hellraiser. Do you know the premise of Hellraiser? Um, I I forget it. What is well, it? Well, the premise to Hellraiser is that this is Kirstie, right? And she has an evil stepmom named Julia. Mm-hmm. And Julia and her dad, well, Uncle Frank, actually. Anyway, they end up going into hell by solving these puzzle boxes. So basically, the smarter you are, if you can undo a puzzle box, you get punished for it and you go to hell. Mm. So the moral of the story is <clears throat> don't be smart. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God, it's horrifying. And then when you want to go back into hell, you have to sacrifice. Oh no, no, when to bring the guy back to life, they have to. They put a body on the mattress and cut it up. You look in there. You say his name five times. Oh no. In cities everywhere. Oh no. They whisper his name. Candyman. It's just a story. Candyman. Candyman. Just a scare. I don't like it. Candyman. I think the key is seeing these movies as a child. So yes. It really get burns into your psyche. Dude, do you know which movie fucked me up for years? Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger absolutely fucking poltergeist. Oh, yeah. Remember that shit? Sure. Dude, I saw that as a little girl. He's I terrify you. Oh, man. I couldn't sleep in my bed for years. Two for years, years? I literally literally it fucked me up so bad really i was convinced that there was ghosts in my house ghosts in the you room you still believe in ghosts i know because of poltergeist man i want to do these vo's for movies Carrier. you say his name and like <laughs> i want to do those do it do it go let's see what the, what the guys go. say the entire community starts attributing the daily horrors of their lives to a mythical figure the legend first appeared in 1890. He was attacked, mutilated, and burned to death. Poor Candyman. Helen, a woman died in there. Leave it. Everyone knows he isn't real. Everyone knows he isn't real. Oh, that was good. It's not bad. That was try it again though. Let's this time a little deeper. Everyone knows he isn't real. Oh, I like that. Slow it down this time. Go ahead. Everyone knows he isn't real. That was really, that's the take. Mm. That's modern oral folklore. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Except Helen Lyles. Except oh. Helen Lyles. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, th- these trailers, they would really spell it out to you. Yeah. Saying the character's name, like, everyone except Helen. <laughs> she is this character right here. <laughs> this is an early 90s trailer. Hey, safe around here. That don't scare too easy. Wanna know about Ruthie G? They ain't never gonna catch him. Who? Candyman. Candyman. It's always the same premise. Who is that? Oh, my God. I came for you. I came on you. 
I came on you. <laughs> She's about to discover. <laughs> What's behind the mystery? What's behind the mystery? What's behind the I think that's the only, at least the first black um, horror story figure, like at least in movies. Can that's you remember interesting. Yeah, a very interesting point. Yeah, generally black people are killed off really quickly. Oh, the movies kill them. They're, they're like, yeah, they're used as like extras, right? Like they're never a real people. Yeah, <laughs> with real problems. <laughs> Um, you know what fucking scared me, man? Here's, uh, here's Candyman, right? Here's a clip from Candyman. Cry, motherfucker! <laughs> there you go. Uh, dude, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Remember oh watching that as a kid? God, yeah. Leatherface? Man, there's nothing scarier than that. That shit's fucking terrifying. I hated that. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. I like those. I always uh, like those eel laughs. Remember when... Um it's not a. It's not that scary of a film, but uh, the Dracula one with Canoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, Beethoven? No, no, no. When he Immortal goes, Beloved. It's, no, he goes to Dracula. Uh, Dracula. Dracula. And what's his name? <laughs> plays Dracula. Who's the guy? Gary such, Oldman. Yes, the best. Yeah. And uh, Keanu. Yeah. Cuts himself. Yeah. And then uh, Gary licks the knife with the blood. He's like. <laughs> Yeah. He's, the, he's the creepiest Dracula ever. It's like perfect for that. So good. And then he says, I forget what he says, and he does his scary guy laugh. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> 
I love That's that. a good laugh. You sounded like Vincent Price just then. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You have a really good deep voice for that stuff. It's good scary. Yeah. Well, you scared the shit out of me. I wanted it to be as scary as possible. I can't wait to do that to our kids one day. I know. Like when they're trying to go to bed, just on a regular night, not Halloween. You just go. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrifying. You know, just babe. to see them cry. Like you like? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, great. So Your movie. Oh, my favorite. This isn't a, a Halloween movie per se, but it's still my favorite, I think favorite, scary movie. I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> Stay away from me. Wendy. Stay away. Darling, light of my life. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> Stay away from me. Don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. Please. That, the Shining, of course. Right. Jack Nicholson. This movie is a masterpiece. Of course. If you have not seen The Shining... I know there's some people listening that haven't. Please do yourself a favor. Yeah, it's pretty fucking great. And everything that Kubrick made really was awesome. I'm giving mm-hmm. you a Lou Reed style speech right now. Mm-hmm. He was fucking up. Like these films are really amazing. Because you know what he would do if you really want to break down like his films, he would obsess on one element of the human psyche. Mm-hmm. So eyes wide shut is uh like sexuality mm-hmm. lust like it's just a, it's just a focus on and a story built around that mm-hmm. you know this one would be maybe you could say madness. isolation and fear and yeah. madness um and then uh full metal jacket war god's one of my favorite and he just, movies and he does he, each one that he examined he did it so brilliantly is he apocalypse now too no that's francis ford oh i like Coppola. that one too who now makes a very tasty wine. <laughs> um, yes, you're right. Uh, the only thing with Kubrick, I would say, is, is they were always long. I always felt his they films are long. were too freaking long. Oh, my life. That's, That's a hard a, one to watch, but one of so the best. Good. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it is really The Shining. It's just it's a psychological thriller mm-hmm. masterpiece. masterpiece. You know, it's not as... Um, Clockwork Orange. Oh my god! Yeah, that one's great. That obsession in that film is violence. Yes, he's obsessed with what violence does to man. It's pretty awesome. Yes, that is pretty fucking and stylist stylistically really fucking cool too. So cool. He knows how to make shit look cool. But here, listen. This is my dad right here. Stop swinging the bat. Yeah. Put the bat down, Wendy. Stop it, Wendy. Give me the bat. You know that he would do, um, he's like famous for making his actors do like 70 takes. Oh my God. You know, he'd break it. Like he had this girl, uh, Shelley Duvall, like losing her mind for I real. Bet. yeah. In the making of it. Like she didn't want to do movies after this. <laughs> but you watch the movie Great. and you're like, she's so good. <laughs> well, because it's so real. Yeah, you of can, course. This scene alone is, is she's climbing upstairs trying to get away from him. He's got a bat. And imagine your husband who now, and she's just discovered that he's mad. She's just discovered mm-hmm. the typewriter with all work and no play. Makes I like before boy. that when he's starting to crack and he's like walking around and he's like, 
He's like getting mad and there's nobody there. And then he walks in. That's when he first sees like the bartender mm, yeah, or the, the, uh, the maitre d'. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, sir. He's like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, kind of straightens himself out. He's like, do you want to get a drink? So yeah, yeah, I want to get a drink. But he's like, he's like pissed at. <laughs> he's fired up. He's really fired up. I love Jack Nicholson so much. I love that. You know, I watch so many times I'm alone in hotel rooms for some reason. I watch as good as it gets like once a month or twice every Because it's months. always on? It's always on. No, it's on Netflix. So oh, on I Netflix. literally go, oh, this is, and it's only for his character because I love how mean he is, Mr. Udall. Why don't Udall. you shampoo my crotch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love how he, I love his dialogue. How do you write for women? He's like, well, I take away accountability. Remember last night yeah. we were talking about that? Accountability, reason, yeah. and logic. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh. So when did you hear that? Some sucky, sucky bar in Panama. Oh, those lines are just fantastic. Yeah. Sell crazy somewhere else. Yeah. We're all full here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great I love misanthropes, man. That's my favorite. You could fucking try me, fatso. <laughs> Him and fucking James Gandolfini in The Sopranos. I'm still hooked on Sopranos. Oh, my God. And I can watch his insults fucking all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another movie that you... Pulled aside. Well, there's more shining. I just thought you'd find this funny. It's funny. Give me the bat. Stop swinging the bat. Stop. Give me the bat. Wendy. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. There you go. <laughs> it's a funny comedy for you. That was funny. Oh, so scary. Now this isn't scary, right? Will you pull this side? Well, or? this is my favorite. Um, you know, scary slash. This scared the shit out of me as a kid. Did it really? Yes, I saw this at a very pivotal age. This came out when I was what eight years old. So the the opening scared the piss out of me. But it's also one of my favorite silly jokes in a movie. And we had. Cat in here, Catherine Reitman. This is her dad's fucking masterpiece, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god, without question, this movie is a Play masterpiece. Play the first clip that it goes with. It's so stupid. Symmetrical book stacking, just like the Philadelphia Man's Turbulence of 1947. You're right, no human being would stack books like this. <laughs> Bill Murray? Bill Murray's the shit. He can make everything funny, and he's sarcastic and mm-hmm. misanthropic. That's why his shit's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love Peter that Peter Venkman, line. right? Peter Venkman, yeah, Dr. Venkman. Dr. Peter Venkman, yeah. yeah. Great character. So funny, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the other one I pulled too. It's with him when his girlfriend has turned into Zool. I love this fucking part. Was it in one or two that the guy, the painter, that's the Hungarian guy? That's two. That's two. That guy was scary. I remember being a kid and thinking that guy was really scary, <laughs> yeah, especially he when was. he was turning into like the the demon or whatever he yeah, was. Of that course. was scary. I mean, but it's different than like Hellraiser, you know? Yeah, that was like, really fucking. That's cool. really scary. Dana, it's Peter. There is no Dana. There is only Zoo. Oh, Zooly, you nut now. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I want to talk to Dana. Dana. 
Just relax. Come on. Dana. Dana. Can I talk to Dana? There is no Dana, only soul. What a lovely singing voice you must have. <laughs> so good. What a lovely singing voice you must have. There yeah. is no Dana. It's funny. It's good. It's scary good stuff, when man. I was a kid, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that shit. Ghostbusters is one of the best movies of all time. Without question, dog. Yeah. What, do we have another one? Did I pull something else or no? Um, no, that was it. Oh, okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it's a good yeah, time. Yeah, there you go. And I also have for our Halloween a special edition of Fill Her Up and what? Seal Her Shut. You never let me know when you're going to drop <laughs> these on me out of nowhere. I don't understand why it would be so hard to say we're going to fill her up and seal her shut. Time to fill her up and seal her shut. Halloween style, creepy style. All right. All what right. are we going to get? So I was thinking for creepy people, yep. we should do the creepy creeps. Uh, creepy dudes first. Creepy dudes. Fill up and seal shut by, yep. here it is, yep. Willem Dafoe. Oh, he's a real creep. Yeah. He's so creepy. Or Javier Bardem. Can, I know who you fucking chose. It can be surprisingly creepy if you've seen him in the... Was it a Bond movie where he plays... I think it was the last Bond movie. He it can be in. creepy in a lot of stuff. But you know what yeah. the thing is about creeps? I, th- <laughs> I feel like especially men, and, I, and I'll say that this is to women's credit, women will look at a creepy guy who's super talented like Willem Dafoe or Javier Bard and be like, that guy's sexy and awesome. Yeah, they'll, we they'll, misinterpret the signs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but they also are like, you know what? If you're talented and a creep... We'll give you a pass. Yeah, like that fucking guy who was banging 13-year-olds, the film director. What was his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Not Jackson Pollock. That's an artist. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The one that was banging... Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Fucking 13-year-olds. He's a Pollock, right? He lives in France, yeah. Yeah, that guy's He's Nicholson's buddy. Yeah, go figure. Oh, Hollywood loves that guy. Yeah. Why the fuck can't we think of his name? Now it's killing me. Look it up. I know I have to now. You know Corey Feldman, sidebar, Corey Feldman's book is coming out or just came out. Yeah, you were saying this. And Corey Feldman was saying how... Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski, how so many directors in Hollywood and producers, these huge guys are pedophiles, and how they they were sexually molesting Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. I believe it. Really interesting. I'm going to read the shit out of that book. I grew up with those two guys. Oh, are you going to read it or are you going to read the shit out of it? I'm going to read the fucking shit out of it. All right, so here you go. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Um, I would say that Willem gives me the real heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Um, Bobby Peru. Javier. Javier, you, you get a double whammy with Javier, I just realized, because you get Javier, who I know you like, mm. and he's married to Penelope Cruz. Oh my God! Who is the original fill her up candidate? That's right. So you get Javier, who you like, and you get Penelope's cooch stains on his oh, dick. Oh, so lucky! Yeah, that's thank it. you. Yeah, I'm going to take Javier as well. Um, wow! Yeah, just for you know my Spanish roots. I feel like we could maybe talk about paella and um, el clásico and just have a, a nice time. I think he would be. I think Willem might tie me up, do things that I don't yeah, really want. Not time. consensual stuff. Yeah, I think he would really, and I think Javier would be a little nicer. Hmm. 
You know something though? I think if we're if we're gonna go, I kind of want to go creepy for Halloween. I'm so gonna you want take the creepiness. Willem Dafoe. There's this great scene in a Twin Peaks movie. I think it was Wild at Heart, and he's around the fire camp, a campfire. Sorry, and he's got like silver crazy teeth, and his his name is Bobby Peru, and he's like, my dog barks some. Mentally, you may picture my dog. You have not told you what type dog I have. It's like mm. all this crazy monologue. Yeah. And that's when I misinterpret the signs. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of attractive. You find him attractive there. Yeah. Yeah, because you also like the, um, what's his name? Vincent Gallo. Yeah. Oh, he's so creepy. Yeah, I like Vincent Gallo, too. I like Gary Ullman, too. I like the creepers, man. Yeah. I like creepy dudes. Yep. There you go. You. You're a creep. Yeah. So do you want to hear for the ladies? Of course. That's what we're all waiting for. <laughs> okay. Here's my... I mean, look. I feel like these two broads are creepy. Um, Juliette Lewis. Uh-huh. She's really... She's creepy in a in a charming way. Uh-huh. Like, she wore cornrows to some awards show in the 90s. I think she's off a rocker, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. And then... Um, Rebecca De Mornay, who was in uh, rock, Hands That Rock the Cradle, Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Rebecca, I remember that. Why can't I picture her She's right blonde. now? She's blonde. Yeah, was, I know, uh, but why is it not happening? The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, and she plays like the creeper fucking nanny. She's hmm. got like really dead fish eyes, kind of. Like, she's really pretty, though. I shouldn't say that, but her, so something about her, there's something about her eyes where you're like, oh, Rebecca De Mornay can murder me. Rebecca De Mornay. I not think twice about it. Oh, Rebecca De Mornay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's kind of a MILF now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I would take Juliette Lewis. She looks like a dirty little suck pig hmm. to me. She looks She looks like she gets down. She eats your ass. Mm. She's, she's like... Mm. Sexy in like uh, this is my last fuck before I do twenty years in prison kind of way. Yeah, I see. Oh, maybe because she was a natural born killer, as we see her as like a prisoner type. Well, just in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. But she's got the attitude of somebody who's like, "Give me the juice, mm. put the jizz inside of me." Like she'd really work for it. Oh yeah, and and you wouldn't be like, "Here's what I like." She'd be like, "No, here's what I like," and that's what we're gonna do. I like the abuse. And she would like be like, "Lift your legs." Behind your head, I'm going to change your diaper with my mouth. Mm, you know? That's what we do. Yeah. Like Sam Tripoli had a joke last night where he's like, I like a five because then they have to work extra hard. Yeah. What does he say to be a 10 or something? I like that. Yeah. He's like, she'll, she'll do everything. She'll be your fucking cum, cum zombie or dick zombie. It's so funny. Yeah. Dick zombie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to take fucking... I don't like Rebecca De Mornay. There's something about her fish face, her fish eyes that terrify me. Fish. She does have kind of dead eyes. Yeah, it's weird. It's not even like she. And I'm not saying it's an ugly thing. It's just soulless. Like there is no soul. Wow, you're really shitting on Rebecca De Mornay. Well, just you know, just the impression that I get. I don't. I don't really know her. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Juliette Lewis on this. Um, I liked her in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. She's very skinny, very sl- slight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's out there now. If uh, anybody knows Juliette Lewis, the two of us are down. Yeah. Okay. To give her the business. Let her know. <laughs> well, oh, are, are we not down anymore? I thought we were down for a second. I didn't say we were down to b- really do this in real life, Tom. Jeez. Why? It's Halloween. Let's play a little. Let's ooh, have some fun. Ooh, let's play a little. 
Let's have some fun. Let's let's do some things. Let's get in there, Juliet Lewis. Oh. <laughs> Um, so also we got this, uh, great audio that you have not heard yet, but I think something tells me you're gonna like this. Love delicious homemade desserts, but recipes can be complicated and take so long to make. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new dump cake cookbook. Forget measuring. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake with delicious desserts every time, guaranteed. Watch this. Start with fruit, dump on your favorite cake mix, and finish with a can of soda. Or you can use diet for a guilt-free dessert. Then just bake it in the oven for a delicious raisin peach dump cake. Oh, so scrumptious. Look, your kids will devour this s'more chocolate cake in a skillet. And easy? Here's the cake mix. Just dump on the good stuff. Chocolate chips, marshmallows, even chocolate cookies. Bake and voila. The best dessert ever. Now here's one of my favorites. Just dump syrup, sugar, cinnamon, and nuts in a pan. Jeez. And then just layer in some biscuits. For oh, fresh, God. warm, sticky buns. <laughs> just like Grandma used to make. Oh, You'll even grandma. get speedy mug recipes. Crushed pineapple, <laughs> angel food cake mix, one minute in the microwave, and yummy God. pineapple upside dump cake. It really is mistake-proof. <laughs> you just dump and bake. I never knew homemade dump. desserts could be this easy. You don't need to spend hours to make homemade cakes. Get my dump cake cookbook today <laughs> for only $10. And you, too, can make five-star desserts in a flash. But wait. Call now and get my amazing dump dinner cookbook. <laughs> Dump dinner cookbook. I'm not sure. Somebody should have told her that the marketing's really bad. On oh, that made me laugh. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> fucking eight years old. Desserts in a flash. But wait, call now and get my amazing dump dinner cookbook. Easily make meals in minutes. Like my deeply delish pizza. Mm-mm. Or my hearty beef and pasta dump dish. Don't even brown the beef. Dump it into <laughs> pasta and sauce. Top with cheese and cook. Your family will want a second helping. Ugh. I made the caramel apple dump cake in just 20 minutes. It was the best dessert ever. You'll get both cookbooks, dump cakes and dump dinners for just $10 with over 250 Oh, shit. Dump cakes and dump dinners. That sounds like a dream. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, that is yeah. so gross. That is so disgusting. Do get my dump dinner. <laughs> dump dinner. Jesus Christ. I don't know. We should call something that. That's get like, our dump dinner. Sucker. It's <laughs> like when I went to some city and they had garbage balls on the menu. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Who the fuck yeah. orders something called garbage? You got to. You have to rename that, sir. My dump dinner. Oh shit, babe! From uh, we were talking about Kubrick. Yeah, great director, great movie clips. Where in hell are you from anyway, oh, Private? Sir, Texas, sir. Holy dog shit! Texas only steers and queers come from Texas, Private Cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrowed it down. Do you suck dicks? No. Sir, no, sir. Are you a Peter Pumper? Sir, no, sir. I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. <laughs> I'll be watching you. That guy's the best, Arlie Ermey, man. Fucking fuck. amazing. I love him. What did I just see him in? I just saw him in another film the other day that was on. Oh, I think it was uh, Mississippi Burning was on. That's a fun played. little movie, huh? 
Well, yeah. Light little... <laughs> light? Light theme? Light before you go to mm. bed. Just kind of... foofy. Kind of calms you down and go, well, mm. everything's right in the world, <laughs> and I can sleep at peace. That's a heavy one to watch. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I want to see Oprah's new movie. You want to come with me? Oprah's new movie? She has a movie out. It's like she acts in it. No, I don't want to see it. Why not? I just, I'm not interested. I'm disappointed about movie after movie. Every movie I see, I'm disappointed in. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen a good movie in so long. Well, we watched uh, Paranormal Activity 3 the other night. That was dog shit. That was absolute fucking dog shit. Yeah. Really fucking sucked. What mm-hmm. else? What else have you seen lately? Um, I'm trying to remember. The Sad Whale movie, which I haven't had a chance to the watch yet. Blackfish. Yep. I have that recorded. Mm-hmm. That was dog tits. That was good. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What's the last movie we saw in the theater? I feel like we haven't seen a theater movie. Something that fucking we fucking ages. were like, this sucks. Yeah, no, we we went to the movie a little while ago, the movies. We did? Yeah. What did we fucking see? I don't remember. I don't remember, man. It clearly didn't leave a mark. No, I know. I agree. I think people are so afraid to take risks. Uh, in, it's just in the films. same shit. It's, it's the, the same, same shit yeah. over and over. I know. I want to see that space movie with Sandra Bullock, though. Oh, Gravity. Mm-hmm. Sandra and Clooney Pauls. I'd watch those two together. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about that. I would see that. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I do feel like uh, Hollywood is so terrified to make anything with real balls on it. You know, a full metal jacket couldn't be made today because everybody would be up in arms how uh, it's so mean and politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, Django came out and that was like a big controversy? And But even though that was a, clearly a pro you know, African-American movie, yeah. it, he was the hero. Yeah. He ended up being the the savior, the the hero. It's true. We need to see a good movie again. Yeah, James. America needs to make a good movie again. Why don't they make the Webster movie? That'd be a great movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, I lost it all, but now I need to be a kid yeah, again. Yeah, that's Such what I'm saying. And he gets to relive his childhood. Why can't we pitch that to HBO? <laughs> we can. Yeah. Let's do it. It's a great HBO series. Ching chong, ding dong, ding ding, All right, we gotta get out of here. Okay, let's make some ribs. Let's do it. We love you guys. Love you, jeans. Make sure on this Halloween to hug and kiss and love each other. Don't get scared. It's okay. No one's gonna hurt you, right? I'm not so sure about that with you. Mm. <laughs> Like nice. Yeah, I wanted the other version though. Oh, there, there we go. go. Bobby Caldwell. Nice. All right. We love you. We love you, Jeans. Happy Halloweeners. Happy Halloween. I guess you wonder where I've been. I search to find the love within.